Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to another episode of Is This Making Sense? Dialogues in the Pursuit of Wisdom, Balance, Leadership, and Everything in Between. My name is Eric Johnson. I'm here with Seth Gray. And today we're going to talk about where we've been and where we haven't been with this podcast. Uh, we have just kind of fallen off the face of the earth as it comes to recording episodes, podcasts, and uh, we're just back. We're finally back. Seth, I, I want to ask you a question. Do you know how long, and by that I mean, how many days has it been since our last episode? All right. We, we So we tried to do this real cutesy thing with like seasons and season one and season two, because honestly, <laughs> we just wanted to take a break. You know, we, we were just, we work had gotten big. So anyways, your question was how, uh, let's see, I think our last, I don't know, we did 30, 33, 32. So I'm going to say eight weeks, no, 10 weeks. How many days? So 10 oh, weeks how many would days? be what, 70 days? Yeah, 70 days. It's been 85 days since our last episode. Ooh, 85. Oh. Do you know how many times we've intended to make an episode in those 85 days? We probably had about 85 good intentions. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, it, my mom has missed them. Uh, and Hannah has asked why I'm not going out to record. So she's not missed the episodes, but, my, you know. <laughs> I think ultimately it's a good demonstration that it, it, keeping things going is hard in general, and especially during COVID it is exponentially hard. And then Christmas and all the stuff and all the excuses we could give, but it's been tough. But uh, you, you might no, notice I, I, that, that. Well, that, well I, I, let me just jump into this. It's tough because you and I want to focus on two very important things in our lives, and that's our job and our family. I mean, we've really. I know you and you're like me. We don't have space for a lot of things. We don't make a lot of time and and maybe that's good or bad, but I'm just focused on two things, my family and my work. And if it, if it interferes with one of those, it's got to be a really good reason. And I'm, you know, I, I just, that's where I'm at. And I don't know if I should apologize for that, but it's just the busyness of other things. It just kind of falls by the wayside. I don't know. No, I mean, that's, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, we talked about before, you know, um, we only have so much time in the day. You got to choose, you know, everything has a cost. And so even the other day I was telling Sandy, I was like, you know what, you know, it might, it might be the season of my life that I really want to invest the time at like getting better at guitar and getting better at, at singing so that I could be like a more versatile worship leader. And she's like, well, okay, that sounds good, but it's going to have a cost. So what are you wanting to give up? Does that mean you're not going to do your podcast? And I was like, well, I'm already kind of not doing my podcast, but I don't want to give that up either, but it, you know, it's just hard. Yeah. And, and, you were about to go into it before I interrupted you, but the only real reason we're actually even trying to attempt to record a, a podcast is because of us doing it wirelessly, uh, or well, not wirelessly, but over internet. What, what do we remotely? Call this? Yeah, remotely. Remotely. So, so you might notice that it, it sounds different. Hopefully, it doesn't sound crazy different. Uh, but yeah, we're doing this thing through something called ZenCaster. We're giving it a shot. So this is our first rodeo at it. So uh, we'll see how it goes. Um, but by way of moving forward and not wasting people's time, I wanted to kind of talk about a couple things. Um, so, uh, so first I wanted to kind of say, what are you working on right now, Seth? Like what has been the thing that has lately been occupying your mind and your efforts that you've been kind of working on? Cause we're always talking about growing and growth and, and moving forward in our, in our lives and work and family. Like what is it right now that's been, uh, taking your focus? My number one thing is patience. I've, I've literally, that's the number one thing I think Hannah and I are, are learning in this season of life is just patience. And it really stems from us just being patient with our kids. 
Um, in fact, right now it's it's nine forty nine, and I have a little little one walking up because she's supposed to be in bed. Hey, which little one? Savannah. Oh, Sav- sweet. Savannah, can you come say hi? Hi. Oh, right, sweetheart. What can I do for you? I have to do this writing thing. You have to do a writing thing. Is that homework? Yeah, I have to. No, it's not homework. But I have to do it. Can we do it tomorrow morning? No, I have to do it. I want to go with mommy. Okay, why don't you go talk to mommy about it right now? I love you. <laughs> so I don't even know where I love. Oh, patience. what a perfect example! Yeah, yeah, patience. So it's just I, that's the number one thing personally that's going all over me is just having to develop patience. I've got a twelve-year-old, ten-year-old, eight-year-old girls, and a uh, over one and a half-year-old, almost two, two months. Or he'll be two years old this summer, and it's just I've just got to learn patience with them. It's the number one thing that I'm just having to learn. So yeah, that's what I've got going. I, I just patience. That's the number one thing circulating in my head all the time. We talked about this recently, and, and, and the thing that I'm learning right now is similar to yours, but we talked about this recently, that every parent has that voice, that person that comes out with their kids, that it's this voice that you wouldn't use with any other person that you cared about in your life, any adult. But the way we bark at our children is just ridiculous. <laughs> and I've been thinking about, like, is it are my expectations too high that I think I should be able to not do this? Or is it just like... We're dealing with these small, irrational, illogical, selfish beings that literally pull the devil out of us. <laughs> are we talking about politicians or are we talking about our kids? Yeah, right. Uh, no, no. I, I seriously, uh, just that was just a joke. Um, but seriously, I, I when you said that to me the other day, it's like I don't talk to anybody else in the entire world the same way I talk to my kids, the way I'm short with them. Like, like it's just. It's just the funniest thing, and and ever since we've been talk, we talked about that. I've I've been kind of nervous. I'm like, oh great, how am I talking to my kids? Do I need to change this up? Is this a heart check in me? But I don't know. Maybe not. Well, you know, yesterday I was doing a Facetime with you, and um, you were around your kids, and and Savannah was trying to play me something on her guitar, and she's so sweet. And the boys were distracting and you were, I thought you did a really good job of not yelling at your boys. And I thought I was, I was judging myself. I was like, man, he's doing way better than I'm doing. And then Hannah was in the background and she was being sweet too. I'm like, they're just better than us or at least better than me because Sandy's great at it. But I will say that the cameras were on, the cameras were on and you were watching and I was on better behavior, but you know, that's funny. It's the, it's the truth. I'm, I'm on better behavior at work because I know people are watching me. I'm on better behavior uh, probably with, with Hannah because, you know, there's a whole lot more give and take there. Just, you know, I'm on a better behavior with the way in which I talk when other people are watching. But then when it's just me and my kids, it's just like all of a sudden it's just completely different, you know? It's terrible. Uh, but I, I will say that I have noticed, you know, because we're now with COVID, we're in, you know, we're on these virtual meetings and people's lives are taking place during these calls. So you see other people dealing, dealing with their kids and you know, it's, it's hard when you're at work and you're trying to focus and your kid comes in, it's natural to get angry. So I've seen everybody do it. Everybody has this voice that they use. And I'm just thinking, I don't want to do that. You know? So piggybacking off of you, I didn't know that was the direction you were to go, but my, my goal right now that I'm working on is relentless patience with my children which is one of my creed statements, relentless patience with my children, because I find myself snapping at them. I mean, just snapping at them. And it's awful. It's awful. And I got to get better at it. I I, I think it's just, 
it's a refinement in you. Your kids will help refine you and refine you and refine you. And I hope during that me getting refined that I don't mess them up. I mean, me and Hannah all the time are like, oh my goodness, I hope our kids aren't in therapy later, you know, talking about their mom and dad, because we're, we're just trying to do the best that we can. And it's just the patience meter during this whole, I don't know. I don't know. We've kind of returned back to normal in a lot of ways. So I can't say COVID is a reason to blame, but I'm just in a season where I just feel like my patience is running thin and uh, I need to be more patient, and I, it's just it's just one of those things because our kids are back in school. They're they're active with their soccer and basketball and all the things that we've normally done. I mean, it's like we don't stop at all, but it's just that thing of patience. It's just I guess God's just calling it to mind, saying I need to continue to work on it. Yeah, so I've made a goal um, a goal with June. I told her, so right now it's been pretty great. Actually, Sandy has been wonderful to me and she, um, this is a, I guess a winter break for, for our school. And so she took, Sandy took the kids to Florida to Tallahassee, uh, to go see their, you know, Sandy's parents. And so I've had, I've had now like, this is my third day of being home alone. Granted, I've had to work and all the other stuff, but I haven't had any of the fatherly responsibilities. So I've had to have a break. I've got a break. And so I told June, sweetheart, when you get back, you're going to have a new daddy. You're going to have a new daddy that does not get so angry and so we did a pinky promise and she pinky promised that she was going to try to listen better because that's the one thing that really gets me when I tell her three or four or five times not to do something and she continues to do it. And then the reason I told her not to do it happens like the other day, she would not stop sitting on the trash can. She just kept sitting. I was like, babe, please, please don't sit on the trash can. Please kept doing it, kept doing it. And finally, she knocked it over and spilled all these coffee grounds everywhere and I lost it. I lost it. Totally lost it because I told her five times. I told you about, you know, the whole thing getting loud. And then then I'm yelling at myself or yelling at her and, and she's crying and it's awful. And so I told her, I, I, you know, I think about, I think often about, you know, what are the, what are the lasting imprints that we're going to leave in our kids? What are the, what's the baggage that we're going to give them? Or what's the picture? You know, I think I'm going to have a good picture overall, but if there's one thing that I think right now it would be is daddy got mad a lot and I just don't want that. Yeah, I, I agree wholeheartedly. And I think it was you one time and you, you might've said it during one of our episodes that we're uh, recording. And that was, well, it was something about the value of hearing your parents say, I'm sorry. And it's, it's during this season of patience where I've like really tried to use that over and over of once, once, you know, the situation's calmed down and I can get to the teachable moment and just go to him first and say, look, I'm sorry. I, I did not react that way. And I apologize about that. And that's, I shouldn't have reacted that way. And, you know, do you hear me? Yes. Okay. Now let's talk about you. <laughs> yeah. You know? I think you're just reading off my notes because we haven't actually talked about this beforehand, but my, my, so one of my goals is I, I want to continue to apologize to her when I fail. Are you kidding so it's me? Like we said, we yeah, literally. Not. All right. So as you can, you know, if you're, if you've stuck with us for this last 10, 10 or so minutes, you, we have not prepared at all. You can already hear that and maybe some of our conversation, but that's really amazing. So what was that again? Can, I want to continue. I, I have a pattern right now of apologizing to her. I just want to continue that pattern that when I do mess up, because inevitably I will, inevitably, instead of responding to her, I'm going to react to her, which is a failure. And I have to say, hey, sweetheart, your daddy messed up. Will you please forgive me? And so I want to continue to do that. But the other, the other thing that I, I'm trying to do is I want to start my morning off saying some truths out loud to prepare myself for the inevitable. And I'll give you an example of this that I had to start learning with when I used to play cards. Well, well, we play cards a lot as a family, like with my in-laws. We play a lot 
lot of cards and I, I have a fiery anger. I hate losing. And so I used to get like, I used to embarrass myself when I would play cards and get mad and throw them. I've literally thrown cards in the trash before. I took the whole deck and threw it in the trash, like, like a total loser, you know? And so one of the things I'll do at the beginning of a hand that I can tell, like we play hearts. And so if I have a, a horrible hand, I have to go ahead and tell myself, I'm going to take 15 points in this hand, like, which, which is bad and say, it's just, just admit right now, just see this horrible thing coming so that when it happens, it doesn't blindside me and make me crazy. And so in the morning I'll say, the kids are going to inevitably accidentally kick me in the crotch. They're going to accidentally pull my hair. They're going to, they're going to not listen to me. They're going to make a mess and, and just say those things out loud. So the, when they happen, it's not like this crushing blow. It's like, Oh, I knew this was coming and I have, I have, I, I, I'm just kind of ready to receive it. So it sounds silly, but it's a tactic that I've been using to help myself, like not be so immediately angry. That's interesting. Well, I, I, I tell you what, you're, you're, story right there. Your example actually gives me hope because um, actually right before we started recording this podcast, I was playing my second son, Charlie, in a game of FIFA and he always beats me. He always beats me. And tonight I beat him for the first time and that Eric Johnson came out in him and uh, it just made <laughs> that made going to bed a lot rougher. We were supposed to start this podcast a lot sooner. And uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful for the future for him. <laughs> I, I have literally broken a game GameCube controller in half in my hands. I was so mad one time. It's, it's bad. It's bad. I love it. I love it though. Okay. So uh, moving on, let's see how well we do with our lack of prepar- preparation. Um, I wanted to see if there's any other things that you know, maybe you're learning right now. I mean, obviously you're working on patients. What, what's something that you're learning right now? Well, so there's, there's three things that I'm listening to. So for, for me and my work situation, I got back to going into the office. So that whole commute, you know, at first it was like, oh, great. I don't have to do this commute. And then I realized, wow, that was where that, that time in the car is where I did a lot of growing, listen to podcasts, listen to audiobooks, whatever it might be. And it was kind of taken away. And so it, it, it felt like I wasn't really growing anywhere. Nothing was like really, you know, I, I ha- had created that separation to have, you know, time to grow. And the car was just a, a de facto thing. So I've gotten back to work. And all this, all that to say is that uh, I'm listening to three books right now. I'm almost done with one. Uh, the one I'm almost done is called Post Corona by Professor Scott Galloway. He is a professor in the uh, New York Stern School of Business. And he's just got a unique take on just business in general once we are out of this pandemic. If to say we're out of this pandemic, I would say uh, it's just the world's changed. Uh, Like it or not, uh, the world has changed. So that's a really good book. I really encourage it. I'm listening to it. Um, It's called Post Corona by Scott Galloway. Uh, The other two books actually I'm listening to were your recommendation. One is just a refresher uh, by Donald Miller called story brand. Is that the one mm-hmm. I just yeah. I hit play? So I'm maybe I'm, I'm almost halfway through that one. And that's been really challenging, uh, way to look at things. Uh, especially it's been really good in light of, uh, the Super Bowl that just happened a few weeks ago and the commercials that happened. Uh, you know, it's basically what, what, what story is your company telling? Uh, and then the third book I just started, and actually I'm going to try to listen to it with my boys based off of your recommendation as well, and that is uh, Extreme Ownership. And I don't even know the author. Jocko, Jocko, Jocko something. Wilson, Wilson, or something? Will, Wilson Jocko, Wilson, something Wilson, like that. Jocko W. Jocko, I, I've got it right here on my phone, but it's called Extreme Ownership, and it's just been really fascinating. And I've just gotten into that one, and um, 
you know, so those are the th- three things that I've, I've been able to, you know, listen to and, and really get into. So uh, I want to ask you this then, just uh, go a little deeper. Like- Jocko Willick. Willick. And then so, some other guy. What would you say, you know, of the three things you've heard so far, what's one of your major takeaways that's worth sharing at this point? One of the things I'm learning uh, actually is from that book, uh, Post Corona by Scott Galloway. And basically, he's just saying he, he's looking at a lot of businesses and how they were operating before Corona hit. And then the, the businesses that are thriving right now. And the thing that he really challenged, he said, and it really challenged me was when things are going great for your organization, you can, and and I'm going to paraphrase this right now. When things are going great for your organization, you can get lethargic in your entrepreneurial spirit. You can, you know, and you can just, you know, you're, you're like, Hey man, things are great. Things are great. Things are great. And you're not, you're not aggressive. You're not maybe hungry. You're not, you're just that entrepreneurial. Hey, what's next? Is this, what else can we do? Is this satisfying? You know, not satisfying. Is is this, is there anything else that we can do? What's, what's just around the corner? What are we not preparing for? And that was really, you know, challenging and convicting for me because I think a lot of things in my work are going great and I don't want to become lethargic. I don't want to lose that entrepreneurial spirit. And so, um, that, that was probably the biggest takeaway I've gotten from his book so far, or at least yeah. the, the thing that's challenged me. And I listened to that, that statement was about a week ago. So that's, what's really been challenging me. I think that's really good. It's, it's easy for organizations to get big and fat and lazy, um, because things, things that they used to did are they're 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 currently in, in reaping the benefits of things they sowed a long time ago. But if you're not careful and you're not continuing to sow and to sow in new ways, you're going to stop reaping. So, yeah, well, I, I don't even think it's, it's lazy and lethargic. It's just that, Hey, things are going great. You got that flywheel spinning your, your, your processes, your procedure, everybody's unified. Everybody's heading the direction. That's great. And, and sometimes you can just, you can ride that a little bit too long without saying, okay. The, the wind is blowing in our sails. We are crushing it. But should we prepare for an adjustment? Should we prepare for just in case a, a different crosswind comes? You know, do we have the right people in the right place? You know, I just you want to constantly be analyzing. And that was the thing that was convicting me because I was like, where am I maybe uh, just, you know, just relaxing a little bit too too easily? Yeah, that's good. That's really good. What about you? So. I like you have been reading a bunch of stuff, but I'll actually just finish that extreme ownership book and it is worth a read. I, I'd encourage you to read it with your boys. And I think it, I, I still stand by that. It's, it's good. A lot of it will go over their head a little bit, but it's, it's palatable. So, um, well, if, if, just a little a plug for that extreme ownership book. Sorry to cut you off. The guy's got a great voice, the way he talks, it's very captivating. So when you're listening to it, especially the, uh, also the post Corona book, uh, all three books. Donald Miller's got a good voice in it too. So I'm not reading these books. I'm listening to them. Uh, there are two colleagues of ours that are crushing their 2021 book goal read. And I see them post and they're like, just finish this one, just finish this one. And they're actually reading. I'm just listening on like 2x speed. So, uh, <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm not in a season of life where reading is an option like to sit in a quiet place enough to be able to concentrate and read that doesn't exist for me. So yeah, I listen to everything I've gotten to where I, even if I had a quiet place, I still kind of prefer to listen. It's just, for me, it's better. Uh, okay. So I guess the one thing that has been really resonating for me lately, and as a perfectionist, it's been a, a bit of wisdom that's been good for me because I'm generally overly critical of myself and I don't celebrate success as well. 
because I don't often feel all that successful. So I've been reading this book called uh, Today Matters by John Maxwell. And he talks about, uh, I'll keep it simple, but like basically success isn't the huge leaps and bounds and the massive sales. That isn't necessarily success. That is a success, but success is actually the daily incremental improvements that lead to those you know, those, those, those eventual leaps and bounds. So when an Olympic, you know, sprinter, you know, finally makes a world record. Yes, that was the moment that it was recognized, but it was every single day going to the track, waking, just waking up, you know, not, not snoozing your alarm clock, going and doing your calisthenics, doing all the things that required for you to get slowly, incrementally better at running or at business or at, you know, whatever your spiritual disciplines are like that is actually success. So that's what I'm reminding myself every day. It's like when I, even when I have bad days, it's like, you know what? I'll at least learn something today. It's that slow incremental game because I'm 36 years old right now. And I've watched a lot of very positive change take place over the span of about really, I'd say the last four years, I think have been really monumental for me. And it's been the very slow, but steadily daily incremental gains. And I'm watching it compound and it's like, well, if I, if I do this for another 30 years, like, what does that look like? Uh, and so just reminding myself that it, it just takes, it takes a while, but once you look backwards, like all those little things add up to be successful. So again, the, the little things are the success, not, not those huge leaps and bounds. I think that's really good and it's challenging. In fact, um, it makes me think of in light of the Tom Brady winning his seventh Super Bowl, seventh Super Bowl. It's crazy. And it, it, it reminds me after, after he won like his third Super Bowl, and I don't know if you heard this interview, but this is, this is what he said. He, he, he talked about success and there's, there's it's so much the journey to success is really where it's at. And he said this, he said, there are times where I'm not the person that I want to be. Why do I have three Super Bowl rings and still think there's something greater out there for me? I mean, maybe a lot of people would say, hey, man, this is what it is. I reached my goals, my dream, my life. Me, I think, God, it's got to be more than this. I mean, this can't be what it's all, all cracked up to be. I mean, I've done it. I'm 27. What else is out there for me? And I think that's just so interesting is that he reached the success, walk away Hall of Famer after three Super Bowl rings. And yet, I think for, for successful people, like you're saying, John Maxwell, it's the journey there, you know, it's not just reaching that, that one pinnacle, but it's every step along the way and enjoy that process. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but it's, it's good though, to remind you not to be discouraged because it's like, if you're expect, I think, especially when you're young and you're, you know, you're, you're zealous and whatnot, and you are seeing major gains early on because there's, there's only one place to go right now. It's way up because you, but once you've, once you've kind of, your, your path has leveled off a little bit, you just don't see as much change and it can be discouraging, but to remember, no, the change is taking place. It's just a little bit slower now and it's a lot deeper in the way that it's taking place and it's very experiential. And so anyway, so it's just, it's, it's a good reminder for those of us that might be starting to get bitter or discouraged that things aren't changing. Just keep doing the right things. Uh, you reap what you sow more than you sow and later than you sow. So just keep doing it. My dad would always say to me whenever it was, it was just random times. I don't know, maybe, maybe he sensed I was discouraged or whatnot, or, or maybe things were going good. It was always kind of like this parting saying he'd have. And he said, just keep doing what you're doing. Keep being who you are. It'll all work out. I he like said, it. he said, he would say, keep doing what you're doing. Be, keep being who you are and it will all work out. I love it. I love it. 
I'll tell you one thing I've missed about doing this podcast is it, you know, having that weekly rhythm that we used to keep really well forced me to learn and prepare and to grow. And I'm, I'm hoping now that we have this technology in place for us to do this in our houses with our daughters coming and bothering us, uh, that will, that we can actually kind of get this rhythm going again, but no promises. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. But that's the thing. It's, it's, you got to have something out there. It's so funny because we've had all these intentions and all these intentions, but we wanted to be perfect. And we were trying to figure out how do we create time? How do we create time? Because we'd all drive, we'd go to a, a, a studio room. It would be great sound, great everything. And then we just, we never had time for it. And so one of our guys that we love to listen to Colin Cowherd. He just released uh, a new podcast series that he's doing on independently called the volume and his, every episode he's done has been awful audio quality. (laughs) And I'm thinking this guy is like the number one podcaster, radio sports talk guy in America. And he's, he's started to venture out and do his own podcasting. I mean, he does his current stuff with Fox sports, but he's doing his own thing in his own time. Uh, creating his own content and the audio is awful. And I'm thinking there's no excuse for us to just try to shoot for perfection, but you know what? Just get out there and do it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we're doing. So anyways, if you've joined us, thank you so much for coming back. Uh, we hope to continue to make some content that's worth listening to and, and it's a good spin of your time and hopefully it'll encourage you uh, to be more intentional and to kind of, I don't know, just to be encouraged in general. So thanks so much for listening. Uh, we'll, we'll see you next time.